This is the People's Scrum, my love. Audio edition. Recorded during the coronavirus lockdown when I was sitting in our back garden over a series of sunrises. Some grown-ups might like to listen to it. Self-organisation and anarchy. Self-organisation is often equated with anarchy, causing management to shy away from the concept for fear of losing control. Jim Highsmith, a well-known Agilist and signatory of the Agile Manifesto, has endorsed that mindset, challenging the concept of self-organisation and indicating it is not only unnecessary, but actually detrimental to Agile adoption. This is tragic. Agile practice without self-organisation is just another management-led process and will stay rooted in the existing status quo. Perhaps self-organisation is chaotic, even anarchic. Let's embrace that. Anarchism need not be thought of as a negative force, especially when understood by, for example, the definition offered by the American Heritage College Dictionary. And I quote, Rejection of all forms of coercive control and authority. And by other non-inflammatory sources like L. Susan Brown, who helped clarify the true meaning of the idea. While the popular understanding of anarchism is of a violent anti-state movement, anarchism is a much more subtle and nuanced tradition than a simple opposition to government power. Anarchists oppose the idea that power and domination are necessary for society and instead advocate more cooperative anti-hierarchical forms of social, political and economic organisation. I am an anarchist at heart and I believe in grassroots revolution as a way to fundamentally change the way we think about building software. I believe this because without a doubt the people writing the software are, unsurprisingly, those who know best how to write the software unless they self-organise to solve the immensely complex problems software presents, the results are likely to be thin on innovation, with customers only ever getting what they think they want, rather than what they actually need. I use my anarchistic tendency to encourage people to challenge blind authority and reconceive ideas. It is a powerful and energising approach. Anarchism has played a useful role in the history of democracy. I think it also has a useful role to play in the Agile space. Let's not discard it so quickly. Jesus of Nazareth was an anarchist, so was Gandhi. Both confronted the status quo and both initiated great change. In Agile, we are also seeking great change. What can we learn? The danger that arises when established Agilists decry self-organisation is that those clinging on to the traditional corporate mindset will jump on the bandwagon to utterly dismiss the idea and fall back into old command and control habits, believing they were right all along. Claiming self-organisation has no place in the new paradigm is dismissive of the great number of good people who are creating magic in staid, crippled, half-dead corporations by injecting the passion of engagement and autonomy. Self-organisation may well be misunderstood 
and I agree that it often is, but that's not the cause to dismiss it out of hand. Seek to enlighten rather than to appease. Self-organisation is a key principle of Scrum. The concept is utterly essential to changing the way people in the software industry think about their value system and how they work together across organisational tiers. Good self-organisation does not exclude leadership. The need for a leader, and more importantly, the right type of leader, will emerge from the wisdom of the team and should never be imposed ahead of time, or indeed at any time. People outside the team are not the best positioned to know what the team requires. Well-functioning, self-organised teams will request leaders as needed. I have seen this, and it is good. Thank you.